Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. championships and I have a big role on this team so to not be out there and add that value um, whenever you get your second chance I always told myself or whenever I got back out there take full advantage of it and, and uh, find a way to always get back Mike, I think this, if you've already been asked this, but you're, you're a guy who doesn't miss work, don't like to miss work. Yeah. Uh, how how much pleasing, I guess, or excited are you to get back to doing what you do in a, in a game? Oh, man, I'm so excited, man. Um, just, to, I mean, that's what I love to do, man. I love football. I love coming out here competing. I love working on my game. I love taking coaching and, and, and trying to collaborate with my coach and, and find ways to do something better and, uh, create separation and just make highlights and and uh, perfect my craft so um, whenever you know you 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 know I had weeks where I felt like I was close to going in the game and then I wasn't able to go in the game or like just because doing with the in- injury or whatever but now it's just like I'm kind of itching for it. We talk about your work do you have any idea how many man hours you put in to, <laughs> to getting back to this point? Man I'm still putting them in but um, I feel like that's what makes 
I have an addiction for that. I have an addiction for improvement, for finding a way to improve, finding a way to get better, um, finding a way to get better when no one's looking. I feel like that's what's always been like my niche and my thing that's allowed me to reach and have success um, in this league and at from at all levels, from college to to um, to the NFL. Always been a guy who's put in work behind the scenes. So um, I had to do a lot of that and. Um, I feel like that always pays off in the end. So as long as I just keep doing that, putting in the work, and uh, sky is still the limit. Yeah. Mike, I don't know if you covered this, but you ex you expect to play on Sunday? Um, we'll find out. I mean, I feel like that's the. I mean, that's the goal. That's the goal for Sunday. How are you feeling? I feel great. Um, I think I had a great weekday. Um, Coach preaches about winning the week and winning it day by day. So um, I think I can bank my Wednesday and look forward to coming out here and banking the Thursday. How much are you reaching? I'm ready for all you guys to be playing. Um, I'm very, I'm itching very much. I think it's kind of obvious. But I don't want to. I don't want to get too excited. It's still a couple of days. What do you have in store for us? Uh. Just to come out there and compete and put my foot in the ground, play fast, point A to point B, and move the chains like I do. Um, we're talking to Jameis outside, and he was just talking about the relationship that you two are building. And I know you don't have as much game experience together on the field, yeah. but how do you feel like that relationship coming along? And, and, and do you feel like you need those reps? Or, or I know at this point you really can't get them in, in a game, but do you feel like you two are at a point where you guys can execute together on the field? Sometimes? 100%. I feel like me and Jameis, we're very much similar. Um, both hard workers, love to compete, love to get better. Um, sometimes need somebody out there to stop us because we'll just work and work and work. And um, the thing with him, it, when it comes in, it's just having great communication, um, asking questions right when they come up, working, perfecting it like from one rep, whatever rep we get at practice, make it, take advantage of it, ask questions right there. And it's all about not making the same mistake twice, so we're always working on that and um, just being on the same page, um, building that relationship and building that trust. And my goal for him is just do whatever he tells me to do and be there when he needs me. How long does it take to consistently be on that same page? Um, believe it or not, it doesn't doesn't take. It just takes, uh, you know, like very good precision. Coach preaches it. He talks about uh, precision and um, execution, like executing at a high level. So when you're on the same page, um, we go in, we install before practice. We know what, you know, what plays are going to probably come up, what plays we'll have, and um, just knowing that, you just take full accountability and being at the right spot at the right time and. Uh, the rest, that's, that's the whole thing about team collaborating. So me being in the right place and him making the throw and just making the job easier, making the catch. So is it easy to get back involved and feel like you didn't miss anything? Um, I believe it's easy, but people probably will tell you guys that it's not easy. So, I mean, we're just going to make sure we take one day at a time and just perfect our craft and see what see what we get on Sunday. But I believe well, I in what we're doing. I believe it's in still the work that we're putting in. I believe in the conversation we're having. Mike, is the same is the game. Guy we saw. Uh, they have a good team. We have a good team. And uh, it's just, now it's time. It's just go time. Nothing different at all, really. Hey, Jameis, is there anything in your approach or your preparation for this that's probably changed, or is it pretty much the same? Like, have you have you made any adjustments just to get no, ready for this? Not, uh, not in terms of studying. Uh, the biggest thing is just having to do, you know, continue rehab and and uh, and keep my body right. Like that's that's it. Uh, I've made a drastic improvement on you know prehab and doing things to get activated. Do you still consider yourself rehabbing at this point? Pre pre prehab. 
Pre hat. We're talking about the foot or the. Oh, everything. Uh, my entire body. Like, I, I, I learned so much about my body when uh, I had the ACL, just the importance of other parts of your body being overcompensated because you're overusing something else. So uh, just a holistic body, everything about your body, you have to be able to work certain things just because my knee hurting, that doesn't mean that I need to work my knee, I need to work my hips, right? I need to work my ankles. Uh, and you, you got certain things that are, we're, we're all like, it's, our body is so symmetrical, right? You got, you got your wrists, you know, and then you, what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know, you got your shoulders up top, what are your shoulders, your hips, you know what I'm saying? You got your elbows, what are your elbows? Knees. Your knees, right? Like so, uh, it's symmetrical, and you just gotta work different parts. James, I'll say this is spirit of gratitude, but is there a little bit more for this? Just because it's a season opener, or you know, or is it pretty much you're gonna try to maintain the same regardless? Yeah, Gra grati gratitude. Um, I mean, could I be more grateful? Yes, but um, at the end of the day, I'm still I'm still grateful yeah. uh, for the opportunity. Um, I think it's fun that um, we're playing in Atlanta uh, because you know it's close to home. Uh, I think that's the biggest significance about this game is uh, you're going to have a lot of people, a lot of Winstons uh, in the building. Uh, so uh, that's exciting that my family get to drive an hour and a half, uh, you know, west, uh, east uh, to come come see me play. What did you learn about the Saints Falcons rivalry since you've been here? I just learned that we got to beat them, really. Um, you know, uh, obviously the most iconic is uh, Steve Gleason uh, blocking the kick after, after Katrina. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm up to date on that uh, but, but outside of that uh, I understand like just in this building that the Saints have been our rivalry uh, and I approach it that way uh, but at the end of the day our goal is to, to win the football game uh, no matter who we're playing. How many wins? How many wins? I, <laughs> I have no idea. Did, did anything about that process of learning your body like help you as a thrower or change anything about you know throwing the ball or your mechanics or anything like that? Yeah I mean, I, I mean when you work focus on the one percent at the end of the day it helps everything. So was it good like to see that, that prehab when you were going through it to do that in that like last preseason game, going through all those motions, making sure that like it, it all it was like, No, it, it was it was good more. to get a plan together pregame wise, you know, with our training staff to to uh, see how we would prepare for a real game. Yeah, that was uh, I still thank DA for that, uh, for giving me the opportunity to play in that game. You made some plays last year with your legs. Because of the surgery, will you be a little more discerning there or do, will you just play it the way you've always played it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play football the, the way that our team needs me to play. Uh, if that's pulling it down and running, uh, I'm going to do that. Uh, if that's sitting back and throwing the ball 45 times, I'm going to do that. So whatever uh, the team needs me to do, I'm willing and able to do it. It's kind of a follow-up. Do you think in your second year that you will have more, more freedom to do some things that you want to do, or is that kind of like a little, little bit of an evolution being here a year that there's uh, the, a little more trust? My, 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 my biggest thing in terms of uh, doing things that, that I want to do is just get on the same page with Mike Thomas and, and Jarvis and Chris, uh, some of these guys that I'm experiencing for the first time and us growing together. Uh, that, that's what I take on me doing what, what I want to do. In terms of the scheme and concepts, I'm going to do what we dial up uh, because we all are in this. Uh, thing together. Those coaches spend hours, hard working hours, preparing a game plan, and it's our job to go out there and execute that to the best of our abilities. Obviously, having an open conversation to be able to, you know, uh, bounce anything off them uh, that we can. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I think this offense is very efficient, and we have been. Uh, so uh, we just want, I want to stay on that path, man. Are you going to wear that on Sunday? The brace? The brace, the brace yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
how much of the season do you have any kind of projected timeline for when it comes off or not? <laughs> it, man, Every listen, game. when I tell you, right now I'm focusing on Wednesday. Right, I, I, I can't make any prediction, predictions uh, of the future. Uh, right now, you got me right now. And as of right now, it's on. And, uh, and that's my plan as of right now. Stand in the moment, man. I feel it. Big ups to the fam. Appreciate y'all for joining me on this episode of the Coma, the Hump Day edition. We in the building. Saints Wednesday injury report for week number one. Our first official injury report. We'll cover it. We start the broadcast off with Mike Thomas. Anytime Mike Thomas gets on the mic, we want to talk about it. We want to cover it. We also talked about, we also played uh, Jameis Winston. You heard what he thought about his mindset, how he feels. And, of course, it has been pretty much beaten into the head, man, of the Who That Nation in terms of the great Saint Think Tank uh, and the Saints team, obviously, to stay in the moment, which means not spanning too far ahead and taking care of business each day it comes. So that'll serve us well, man, when we get ready for these games going into the season. So like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk on your favorite sports fam. I'm Big Q. I'm up in this thing. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate you guys being up in this thing with me. Uh, as we get going, we're going to talk about... We're going to go over to the injury report. We're going to cover a few news notes and items. We'll play an interview toward the back end of the broadcast, uh, which will be kind of affixed to uh, Kyle T. Mosley. Shout out to that brother. Uh, and Bob Rose and others at the Saints News Network as Kyle T. wrote a really good article. I want to go over it. He did a really good job of summarizing the national feel about the New Orleans Saints. I want to go over that and then play um, a video that uh, kind of accentuates that thought process uh, about what's going on. It's, uh, like I tell you, you unravel narratives, man, uh, and you never know what could happen. I right, shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all being in this thing. 120 plus of us. Please smash the like button. Take your time and hit the like button. Also, feel free to share the show's links in your social media feed. We up in this thing. Shout out to the fam. Brian, Jerry, Robert. Shout out to you. K. Molinaire, uh, Larry, uh, KB. What's happening, Queen? Shedrick. What's up, fam? Shout out to you. Brother Doug is Poppy 504. Big ups to you. Gundam is in the building. Mr. Who that? What's up, BJ9? Shout out to you, fam. Much love. Young City Night Ward. Coach Tab. Tayno. What's up, fam? Good to see you, Brother Randall. All right, what's happening, Tony? Shout out to you, fam. Much love. He says, Q, they still sleeping on us. Let them sleep, brother. We're going to smack the hell out of them and wake them up. <laughs> We're going to get them. All right, what's up, Action Jackson? Shout out to you, fam. Good to see you in the in the, in the uh, chat as well. He said, well, yeah, BQ, let's get it on. <laughs> what's up, Kevin? Shout out to you, fam. Good to see you. All right, first, Mike, shout out to you. All right, Pammy, Whammy, what's popping, Queen? Universal Love 878. Brother Yen is in the building. Shout out to you. All right, good to see all y'all. What's up, Etra? T-Rob, what's happening, fam? Shout out to you. Good to see you. Uh, all the fam, Mr. Fire D in the building as well. Uh, who else we got in this, brother? Brother Tory, what's happening, brother? Good to see you. Uh, Trey Joseph, what's up, brother? Trey, shout out to you. What's up, Carla? Shout out to you. And good to see Tragic in the building as well, brother Tragic. And all the family members popping up in this thing. The Professor, what's up, Professor? Shout out to you. Appreciate the compliment, fam. All right, Brandon, what's up, Brandon? Big ups to you as well. Who that, Dana? Much love to you. Appreciate the Queens. All right, much love to everybody, fam. If I ain't get your name, man. Uh, Molly Mall, what's happening, brother? Trinity, shout out to you. Good to see you in the chat as well. All right, Farouk, what's up, brother? Farouk is in the stream as well. Big ups to you, bro. 
All right, uh, DJ Twigger, what's happening, fam? The Joker Saint, what's up, bro? Bishop, what's happening, Bishop? Shout out to you as well. Good to see your brother Thomas is in the building. B. Thomas, what's up there? Philip, what's happening, fam? Brother Donnie's in the building as well. Bobby's in the building as well. What's up, brother William? Shout out to you as well. Big ups to the entire great Saint Think Tank and the Who That Nation. We up in this thing. Brother Tony says, Q, can you please tell the Brady lovers to stop making excuses by having an offensive line hurt? Uh, an excuse if they lose to us when we beat Brady with a healthy line and the Saints had the two overtime, uh, two offensive tackles hurt and we still won 9-0. Yeah, and the quarterback missing. Several other things was going on. We was missing a lot of offensive linemen. We was missing some, you know, our best wide receiver, our best kicker, you know, and we still was able to do that. So it's just, what's up, Justin? Shout out, fam. It's just a part of the game, man. Like I said, that's the narrative. You know, you just have to keep unraveling it, man. And I'm going to do my best to punch the hell out of it. So every time I see you, shout out to you, fam. All right, two coals, shout out to you. Seabrook Fish and Sinker, shout out to you. Brother John Thompson, shout out to you. Rich Rules, shout out to you. All right, okay, I'm on the yard, Q. Who that? Shout out, fam. Appreciate you. All right, and big ups to the rest of the fam. Skylife, what's happening, fam? Skylife in the process, big ups to you as fam. As well, big ups to you. Appreciate you. Uh, and much love to the whole fam, man. Appreciate y'all stopping by in the stream. So, like, I'm, I'm going to try not to hold you guys too long on this Wednesday night, man, as we get it popping up in this thing. But like but you heard with Jameis Winston, the focus is going into the game. I think it says a lot because a lot of these guys went through some really tremendous adversity, you know. Shout out. Thank you, Rich. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, hey, Lamar, what's up, fam? Big, big ups. I think uh, the adversity, like the chips on their shoulders, the adversity um, that are being put upon, you know, our stars. You know, you look at Michael Thomas, who they talked about earlier. He's saying he wants to duplicate what he did in 2019. And people saying, oh, I don't know if he can do that. First of all, the people that were saying, I ain't know he can do that was the same people that were saying before he did it, that he can't do it. <laughs> you caught that? It's just it's amazing how if you constantly overlook people and you should know better than that as a group we're not talking about the who that nation of the great saint think tank of course not we know what time it is but for you to have is a guy that has the potential to catch that many passes in the season who was one of the top three top four in the nfl when he was healthy when he finally gets healthy you don't think he's gonna get healthy i mean he's still a young man do you talk about Jameis winston both mike and Jameis are coming off of very serious injuries they're getting healthy. They're hard workers. And eventually, they're going to get their bodies where they're supposed to be. The question is, can you know, with Jameis is a little ahead of Mike in terms of his rehab, it appears. But Mike Thomas dealing with a little soreness because of the type of activity. He hadn't been really, really kind of working at that thing, ramping up, and he might have pushed himself a little too much. But at the end of the day, Mike Thomas is going to be on that field. He's going to be contributing. And the Saints understand that, so they got Jarvis Landry's and others to absorb a lot of the burden for Mike so they don't have to push him and he can continue to execute execute or follow that on-ramp situation, you know, the up-ramp or the ramping up process, as they like to call it. Really foolish, man, for them to take that that type of approach towards uh, really professional people, strictly when you're in the who that building. So they're thinking all these buildings are the same, man. The, the buildings ain't the same, man. The buildings are not the same, man. When you come, it's not like we came from, we always was winning. No, we came from the funk, the stink, the rot, the garbage time, the filth of losing from the most from the most excruciating, extreme situations of losing 
and not only just losing, losing in the most comical, stupid, ridiculous, back-ass ways that you can possibly remember. Your quarterback in, 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 in quarterback helmet getting turned around on the back of his head when a penalty should have been called. The referee's so stupid and blind that the rep, the quarterback's helmet gets grabbed by his face mask, twist around on his head, and it's literally the dude is stumbling and bumbling out there with the helmet turned around, and, and you can't even see what he's doing. <laughs> Foolish bumbery like that, man. And you just sitting there saying, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But man, when you but you come from a, a place like that where you just imploded all of that, built the floor, and on which that floor you built a whole new structure of success built on the fact that you was losing. So it wasn't like we just forgot about the losing. Hell no, the losing keeps you winning because you remember what you did that was wrong. You fixed it so you can do what's right. And that's what it's about. So it's a part of the equation of greatness. Many teams are mediocre. They can never get out of that. Because that's a huge gravitational pull to losing. And you got to have just as much power to pull away from it because it wants to keep you there in obscurity. You got to have more power to pull away from that crap than whatever the losing, the losing polarity that's pulling you and attracting you that you got to have as much force to rip away from it and create something great. And still have the, the honor and the class to remember the losing when you sky high with the winning, when you win in Super Bowls and playing for b big blue chips. That's how we look at it in the Who That Nation. So, shout out to the fam. Gundam said adversity was brutal, Big Q, but Jameis Winston overcame. Yeah, he was mentioning that in, in Mike Thomas. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, brother Gundam. He was mentioning that in this interview and talking about Mike Thomas that was in terms of what it took for him because uh, one of the reporters asked the question was, Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. What did it take for you to get healthy? It's like, oh, man. You know, which means a mental, spiritual and a lot of work to get to that that spot again, because a lot of it had to start with the mental, keeping yourself positive, understanding eventually you will overcome this injury and you'll be well again. That in itself is an obstacle for a strong, you know, Michael Thomas, you got to be a strong minded person to go through in in uh, injuries and be able to fight your way through staying positive. It's all start with the mind first, keeping that mind positive and understand that eventually I'm going to get this body where it need to be. So that's what Mike and most of these like Jameis and all those guys did. They stayed positive without that mindset, man. It had been very difficult for them to get through that stuff. So I'm just proud of them brothers. What's up, Joanne? Shout out to you. Good to see you. Says Q. I know we are supposed to show some respect to the Falcon, but I'm sorry, big Q. We smoke. <laughs> all right, Joanne. Thank you. <laughs> He's smoking. All right. I got you. Troy. What's up, bro? Brother Joe. I see you. Joe Gidry in the building. What's up, fam? 
Uh, not unclear on Adebo, bro. Word on the streets, Debo, Debo, the only one that I'm not hearing that might not play. We know Hurst is gonna play. We heard Mike is word on the street. Mike's supposed to play, but right now I, I, there's nothing word on the street about Paulson Adebo. He's the one that I'm really keeping my eye out, my eye on. Uh, you know, right now. But anyway, let's get into it. What's up, Trinity? Shout out. All right, big ups to the rest of the fam, brother Raynard. What's up, fam? Shout out to you. Good to see you in the chat. All right, what's up, Norman? Shout out to you. All right, and the rest of the fam. All right, so here we go, fam. Just hit the like button for me as we get going in the stream. We'll start off with this one from uh, from John Hendricks on the Saints Wednesday injury report. And, of course, this is the actual injury report from the New Orleans Saints website. And you can clearly, clearly see that nine players are listed on Wednesday injury report for the team's week one game against the Falcons to kick off this upcoming season. And, of course, this is the first official injury report of the season. Which you know what you're working with, but here we go. Traquan Smith did not practice, got a groin issue. Why is this guy still on the team when we got healthy, more productive players? Just don't get it. Just don't get it. He's hurting everything, didn't produce, but he's sitting his ass up on the team. Hurt. Groin. Running back Dwayne Washington's on the practice squad. Hamstring did not practice. Uh cornerback. I don't why is Dwayne Washington listed on the the injury report and he's on the practice squad? You know, that's that's uh, that that's that's just, just, just hit my mind right quick. Paulson Adebo with an ankle did not practice. Uh, offensive tackles Landon Young with a hip did not practice. And offensive tackle Tanner Owen, who we picked up off the practice squad dealing with illness, did not practice. Wide receiver Michael Thomas with a hamstring limited in practice. Corner, uh, center Eric McCoy dealing with a calf issue limited. Linebacker Pete Werner with a groin limited. Safety JT Gray hamstring limited. So. Wednesday, and of course, you look at Thursday, Friday. And if you know if you're dealing with uh, a certain destination by Friday, chances are you probably won't end up playing in the matchup. So as you can see right here, these are all the people that's on the right now that the Saints are dealing with that have issues, concerns. Now, take account that Jameis Winston is not on this list. All right. Take account that Dennis, I mean, not Dennis, Jameis Winston is not on this list. And Michael Thomas was limited in practice. So just 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 throwing it out there. Tony Martin, what's up, fam? He says, Q, it's funny you say that because that's what I be telling people is to who that nation loyalty is different from other fans. And that's why we're so passionate about our saints. And they, they'll say that, bro. They'll say, oh, everybody's passionate. No, it's, it's levels to this stuff, man. It's levels. It's levels to what it takes. Because when you go through the funk and stink, as I just previously mentioned, of the losing and still dawning color, still getting up there, have to listen to the games on the radio because the Saints are so bad that they blacked out the games. And you got to listen to the games on the radio and hear uh, crispy, crunchy chickens. Your crispy, crunchy chicken, your new address for a chicken. How many people remember that? Because huh? you, you constantly listen to the games over and over again. And, and it was on television because all of the, the stank and funk of the Saints, which they were, was so... Uh, overbearing that they will black out the games because the saints were so bad. Mm -hmm. Went through all that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All that, all that. Yes. Yeah, different bro. It's different. It hit different, especially when you go from that to super bowls, when you go from that to deep playoff runs and respectability, when really good players give you hometown discounts to come home is that's it hits different, totally different, totally different, totally different. Anyway, that's the rest of them right there. So that's the Wednesday injury report right there. 
And we go down and we look at the Falcons. Not really shaking with the Falcons on the injury list. They're very fortunate. Uh, tight end Parker Hess is not is not injury related. Uh, DMP cornerback Darren Hall quadricep limited wide receiver Drake London with a knee. And we already heard Lowe give us the inside game uh, that Drake London should play in this game, and he think it's a little sports that uh, Arthur, uh, Arthur is playing. Coach Arthur for the Falcons is playing on the Saints. So once again, Traquan Smith uh, did not play for whatever reason. That don't surprise me. Dwayne Washington, DMP, Paulson Adebo, DMP, Landon Young, DMP, and Tanner Owen, DMP. Also bear in mind that James Hurst is not on this list. Jameis Winston is not on this list. James Hurst is not on this list. But the ones that do concern me that are on this list are is Paulson Adebo because he has a DMP designation. That concerns me. Not limited. Limited gives me a bit of hope like Pete Werner, which word on the street said Pete Werner was good to go. That's why injury, injury reports are so stellar too because nobody knew about cap, the cap issue. With Eric McCoy, I hope Eric McCoy is all right, man. He was dealing with an injury last year, which kind of made him not look as good as what he was. Remember, you? I was seeing McCoy get pancaked and shit. Y'all remember seeing that last year? Several times I was seeing McCoy get pushed over like he was a one-dimensional uh, cardboard man. You know, it's like, man, this is not the McCoy I know. And he had to have been dealing with an injury last year. I remember researching and he was dealing with something because McCoy don't get pushed over. He don't get pancaked. All right, so anyway, man, let's get into the uh, report right here. As we did talk about it, Thomas returns to practice to the, for the Saints, but they were without Paulson Debo for the un- opening injury report as well. So that's the list as we just covered. Initial report of week is just that Adebo certainly felt a bit confident in his recovery last week, but not being on the practice field isn't a cause for concern just yet. We'll get more insight over the next two days. Remember, two days is pivotal. Because if he has a certain status on Friday, more than likely he won't play, which will then force uh, uh, force Bradley Roby to operate perhaps at the number two corner. And that probably will bring up another guy to play in the nickel position, which will probably be P.J. Williams or perhaps Alante Taylor. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens right there moving forward. All right. On Thomas, Dennis said, we're working. We're working him back in we'll see him where we'll see where he's at another passive positive step in getting him back up there Allen said we'll see on whether he plays on Sunday but he is progressing word on the street says he plays but of course there's a head coach you gotta also leave doubt out there just in case of like well we gotta prepare for Michael Thomas you know you, you gotta throw that out there alright so let's move on that point Dennis Allen expressed cautious optimism about Michael Thomas in week one he could be playing this up most time he are Michael Thomas suited up for the Saints in week one season opener with the Falcons. Ian Rappaport was confident enough to say yes. That Thomas is about to bounce back. He's added the wide receiver to his fantasy team, but the Saints head coach, head coach Dennis Allen isn't ready to put a stamp. Of course he not. He won't. He ain't going to do that right now. Of course not. When asked for a status update on Thomas, availability, Allen took a more cautious, optimistic approach. We'll see, but he's progressing. He looked good. We're working him back in. Thomas was limited on Wednesday initial injury report, which Allen described as another positive step that he was inactive for a few weeks, resting a hamstring injury. As soon as he had that, they shut him down. Then get ready to work him back in. Saying that he feels good. You heard the interview we played earlier. But think about this, what was going on with the Falcons head coach about Drake London. Is he outright saying that Drake London will be available for the game? No, they're going to hold their cards to try to, Get as much of an advantage on you as they possibly can. So Mike still plays in the game. 
All right, let's move on to this article right here. National media jumping on the Saints bandwagon. Actually, let's go to this one first. Two-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders calls it a career. After 12 years in the NFL, Emmanuel Sanders says that's enough. All right, this is from ESPN. With the job as a television analyst waiting and desire to move on to the next stage of his life, wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, who's 35, formally announced his retirement for the NFL on Wednesday. Sanders, who spent most of his six or uh, six of his 12 NFL seasons in Denver, was in the Broncos complex with his family to make the announcement. He closed out his career with 13 starts with the Bills last season. A third round pick by the Steelers in the 2010 draft, Sanders finished his career with 704 catches for over uh, 9,200 yards, uh, 51 touchdowns. He was a two time Pro Bowl selection, played in three Super Bowls and was part of the Broncos Super Bowl 50 winning team. He says, I'm proud to stand up here and tell you that I chased down this dream and it was a hell of a ride, Sanders said. Williams said, uh, Sanders said he had a couple of teams reach out to play this season, but ultimately said his long-term health considerations, as well as the death of longtime friend Demarius Thomas last December, factored into his decision. Sanders said he wasn't ready to make a formal announcement Wednesday about his immediate future, but added he, was, he agreed to a deal as to be a television analyst. He said, this game of football is tough on the body, and I lost a close friend in Thomas. He says, I, I had a heck of a career, but I've been to three Super Bowls. For me, what else can I prove? All of Sanders' 1,000-yard seasons came with the Broncos, two with, the, with Peyton Manning. Sanders was a part of the Broncos' 2014 free agency binge that also included linebacker DeMarcus Ware, cornerbacker Clib Talib, and safety T.J. Ward. At the time, he called Denver wide receiver heaven because of Manning's arrival. Wednesday, Sanders recounted just how close uh, he said he was to signing with the Chiefs instead of Denver in 2014. He was in the Chiefs complex when the Broncos general manager, John Elway, called not playing with Manning. He said, I wanted, he said, I wanted to sign three years in Kansas City. They wanted me to sign four. I get the ball. I get the call in the facility. I can go to Denver. And I remember telling Chiefs, I kind of want to go back to my hotel to figure out the situation. I just... I'm just trying to get there, get out there so I can celebrate that I'm about to go play with Peyton. The Broncos traded Sanders to the Niners um, after seven games in the 2019 season, the same year he had characterized the struggles of the post-Manic Broncos as living in a world of suck. Sanders then played for 2020 with the Saints before he, uh, before he had 42 catches for 626 yards, four touchdowns for the Bills last season. So Sanders, shout out to Sanders, man, uh, as he retires. He played one year with the Saints. He was a, a very good influence with the black and gold, especially with the wide receivers. Everywhere Emmanuel Sanders went, wide receivers, young wide receivers across the NFL that was in the rooms with him, gives him credit because he was a great teammate that showed those young wide receiver the ropes. And I know Mike Thomas learned some stuff from him. I know Deontay Harty learned some stuff. Callaway learned some stuff from him. And hopefully Trey Quine Smith learned some stuff from him because anywhere he went, he dropped game on him to help him out. So he was a really smart dude. Shout out to Emmanuel. All right, and of course, the final article right here from Kyle T. Mosley, national media jumping on the New Orleans Saints bandwagon, national media suddenly jumping on the New Orleans Saints bandwagon for the upcoming season. They jumping on it. Please make no mistake about it. I'm about to write the national media aren't lovers of the Saints. Pundits drool for a fan popular brands in the Cowboys, Packers, Buccaneers, Broncos, Niners, and can sometimes be biased. Although the winds of change are being felt in the Saints may be the new flavor of the moment for Vegas and the national press corps. The team will garner more attention after week one. Now, Solomon Wilcox, who appeared uh, on uh, XM's opening drive, host Solomon 
I really do believe uh, who Bob Rose interviewed and Kyle T said that uh, I really do believe the best team in the NFC top to bottom, I think, is the Saints. I have questions at the quarterback position, but when it comes down to the offense as a whole, the addition of Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, uh, Elvin Kamara coming out the backfield, and a top 10 defense across every metric, those measurables always lead to wins. Peter King's prediction. Disclaimer, Peter King hasn't always been a proponent of the Saints. Nope, especially starting quarterback Jameis Winston. Recently, King released the AFC and NFC top seed projections. Who is his number one seed in the NFC? You guessed it was the Saints. I thought it was odd to see him in the press box at the Saints versus Texas preseason game and his post-game interviews with veteran players outside the locker room, but now it makes sense. Perhaps King was there because of what he witnessed in training camp and the Saints preseason games with Winston and Dalton running the first-team offense. Insider Ian Rappaport sport spoke to McAfee of the difference in the atmosphere at the Saints headquarters in Metairie. Was it Peyton's departure, Dennis Allen's new leadership, or a combination of both? As players focused within the politics and in the uh, psychological warfare that existed in Peyton's reign. On the other hand, the national praise extended to other media outlets. Yahoo, regardless of the praise heaped on the Saints, Dennis Allen, James Winston, P. Carmichael, the Saints look to make a statement on Sunday in Atlanta. The barriers to winning aren't dictated by reporting, it's by the men who coach and play the game. Talent is abundant on the team. Offense, defense, despite the average age, it was almost 27 years of age it doesn't mean the Saints squad is older and decrepit it means they are seasoned veterans which helps a new coach in this situation the goal is to return the Lombardi trophy to the Crescent City after a 12-year hiatus whether or not the national perspective on the Saints teams is fair rubbing up the bandwagons may become the theme once the football resumes in New Orleans on September 11. shout out to brother Kyle T. Mosley and feel free to share these people articles, man. Go to the Saints News Network and share the articles. Uh, if you please, man, they, they need our help too. The writers that write well, you got to go out there and show some support for those guys and share their stuff around, man. They need our help. All right, so with that being said, uh, that covers the stories right there. Um, let me get ready to play this uh, part and portion of this interview right here uh, from You Know Who. It'll be from Stephen A., uh, which is Face, and Mad Dog. Listen to what these people had to say about your black and gold. Here we go. Hold on. All right. Give me just a second, fam. There we go. Y'all put one in the box if y'all can hear this thing. Here we go. I'll take the Saints and to where they are. It is the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I'll take the Saints and really our definition should be changed. Okay. Because the Bengals, the year before they got to a Super Bowl, they won like three, four games. Okay. Yep. The Chargers last year should have made the playoffs. Right. And my Saints should have made the playoffs. So yeah. What? My Saints? I, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that right. I didn't hear that right. Let's hear it again. Now, I'll take the Saints, and really our definition should be changed. Okay. Because the Bengals, the year before they got to a Super Bowl, they won like three, four games. Okay. Yep. The Chargers last year should have made the playoffs, right. and my Saints should have made the playoffs. My so, Saints. really, we should come up with a giant and jet thing, but they're so bad, we can't. We can't. Yeah. So, it goes somewhere no else. We have no choice. So, Stevie will take the Chargers, which is fair. I could definitely – I love Herbert as much as he does. They got good receivers. Stanley will be a little better this year with these fourth-down decisions, when to go for it, when not to go for it. Yep. They don't have a good – they do not have a good home-field advantage. There's no Charger fans in Southern California. Mm -hmm. And they obviously in a tough division. I take the Saints because you know they got a very good defense. Yep. They've beaten Tampa seven straight times in a regular year. 
They play Atlanta and Carolina twice, which means that they got a good chance to win mm-hmm. four games from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. They play the AFC North and the two best teams in that division play in New Orleans and Cincinnati and Baltimore. They play the NFC West and the Rams go to the Saints. And a lot of it's on Winston, and he makes me nervous because he, I, I, I don't, I'm not a believer. A lot of it's on him. But Kamara's a great back. Maybe they get something out of Michael Thomas. They have a good defense. Allen's a good defensive coach. They were very competitive last year. Everybody loves them. Everybody in football loves the Saints. Eight and a half is their over-under number. Yeah. The world thinks they're going to win 10, 11 games. So I'll take this well, one. I'll that. All right, let's pause it right there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What? And it, it's totally this, the, the whole paradigm has shifted. <laughs> the whole paradigm has shifted. Now, all of a sudden, it's, it's Mad Dog Saints. And by the way, everything he said was spot on. Thank you, Mocha. Shout out. Said Mad Dog is putting a damn curse on us. <laughs> Thank you for that, uh, Mocha. Shout out to you. I, I, and in the spirit of low, my dog low. Dun, 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 dun. That's a Superman chat. The bottom line is this, man, is that everything Mad Dog said was was true. I, that that was actually a decent breakdown. I, I I got to give him credit. I got you know I'm a fair guy. When somebody says some stupefying stuff, I got to put a little correction in there. But listen, that was actually that was actually a, a, a very decent breakdown by Mad Dog about the Saints. Yeah, I'm not buying it either, Jerry. But the dudes, no, no, absolutely not. This is ridiculous. I, I got that, that. But that was tr- everything he said was true. The schedule. You know, that, that, that was great points. Great points. Let's hear Let's, let's play it one more time just in case I might be just tripping out right here. In California. Mm-hmm. And they obviously in a tough division. I take the Saints because you know they got a very good defense. Yep. They've beaten Tampa seven straight times in a regular year. They play Atlanta and Carolina twice, which means that they got a good chance to win mm-hmm. four games from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. They play the AFC North and the two best teams in that division play in New Orleans and Cincinnati and Baltimore. They play the NFC West and the Rams go to the Saints. And a lot of it's on Winston. And he makes me nervous because he, I, I, I don't, I'm not a believer. A lot of it's on him. But Kamara's a great back. Maybe they get something out of Michael Thomas. They have a good defense. Allen's a good defensive coach. They were very competitive last year. Everybody loves them. Everybody in football loves the Saints. What? Eight and a half is their over-under number. Yeah. The world thinks they're going to win 10, 11 games. They do? So I'll take this. Well, I'll be that All right. So th- there it is. What? I'm with y'all, man. What? What did Mad Dog say? What? Boy, boy, boy. That boy looked like an old Ace Ventura pet detective retired. <laughs> My goodness. My saints. My goodness. When did this happen? <laughs> I 
I told you, man, they just switch and don't think you're going to remember some shit. That's why I tell y'all. That's why I tell y'all when I play, I play these things here, the catalog them on this stream, because I know that they'll come around like they had all. Didn't I tell you all that? Didn't I tell you we ain't even beat them people yet? And they're already swinging around because people saying, man, you better watch out. Bucking their eyes and scared and shit. Saying, oh, the Saints are coming. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. Man, I tell you, man, it's just that that's a... Uh... They pretended my saints. When did they become your damn saint? <laughs> they got no spine, man. You gonna talk some shit? Stand on it, man. <laughs> didn't I? Did I tell y'all that? Didn't I play that stuff for y'all to show y'all, man? With these people saying, and then see what happened is you thinking that this guy had an epiphany and said, "Oh my goodness!" No, what it was was people in the in the comment sections. When he do his little talk show, people on there tan him up about the Saints. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Will. He said he didn't say all that when RC got. Yeah, I know. See, all that. See, the thing is. And so, you know, when you look so ridiculous in what you're saying, that you get such a blowback from not only the, the players, but also from the, the, the people watching the game that know the game. That's what happened, because his opinion was a total 180 spin from what it was damn near i might as well say 360 than what it was what's up scoop shout out bro good to see you what's up debbie shout out all right sample sounds what's up yeah bro them receipts bro i guess why i'll be having them receipt what's up lord baby what's up west side baptist church how you doing fam but that that's 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 why i be that's why i have to bring this stuff here fam because at least watch these guys turn around on you that guy turned around so fast they spent his ass around like one of them wrote, wrote them department store doors. <laughs> spent them around. He, oh, my saints is going to do it now. That see, they're going from worst to the first. That's what the segment was based on. Is which NFL team will be this year's Bengals? So he, uh, Stephen A. said the Chargers. Mad Dog said, "Oh no, it's the Saints." Is but 
but I'm not a believer in Jameis Winston, but you picked the Saints to go to the Super Bowl. Well, who, how are they going to get there? With the running backs and wide receivers throwing the ball to themselves? <laughs> no. Now, you're not a but not just say it like you're supposed to. You're not, you're not me, you ain't mean believer. Just say you don't like the man. That's all it is. Don't cover it with funny words. I'm no, I'm just not a believer. No, no, no. Just say you don't like him. I don't like Jameis Winston. Just come out and say it. You'll feel better about yourself in the morning. You will. Just come on out with it. But that's what we did, family. We talked about it, man. And that's what it is. So Kyle T. Mobley laid it out really good, man. He laid it out perfectly. He laid the whole game plan out on the on the article we covered. And then we play this that fortifies the point about the national media. It's spinning around talking about, and then he said, everybody loved the Saints. Hold on here. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Stop. What you talking about? <laughs> everybody. 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 Hey, everybody. No, everybody don't like the Saints. That's true. We know. They're only doing that because they know you're going to slap the hell out of them because they, they see what kind of team you got coming into the season. They see how the Saints, the vibe of the team is, that they're serious about serious, about handling some business. And, you know, and I know a lot of people feel that way about their clubs. But something going to happen on the football field, and we're going to see who's serious about this here thing. We're going to see if your team is as determined as my team. We're going to see, like Big Low said on the other stream, Low said they're both two pissed off teams. And we're going to see. We're going to see who not only pissed off, but who also got the talent. Because <laughs> the game's about talent. Who has the, the, the mindset, the, the, the drive, the determination? to get to the next level. And not only that, but the talent to make it there, you know, the intelligence to make it there, you know? All right, Matt says, uh, Q, you seen that clip I sent on Facebook? No, I'm going to have to look it up, Matt. I, I didn't see it, bro. All right, Luan, thank you for joining. From Brazil, shout out to you, Luan Fernando. I'm from Brazil, and I and I keep it real. <laughs> well, you should, you right where you belong, Luan. <laughs> You're in the right place. Randall, shout out, say ESPN has the Saints ranked at six for week one. How about that? Remember when they was right at the middle of the pack? Some of them had you at 25, 26. What changed about that? Hmm? How all of a sudden you you're you rocketing up all these strange rankings. You ain't even play a damn game yet. Who that data said, if I was Ryan Clark, I would be petty and tell them who that since we his Saints, LOL. Yeah, but, you know, Ryan Clark is not a Saints. Who It's not a who that man. He's not. And we had to cook him too. We had to cook him or use Lowe's language, burn his drawers off, pause. <laughs> I just say that. Pause. But the reality is that Clark wasn't a who that man either. He had like you could tell he had a pettiness toward the team, and we called him out on that. I always called him out on that. I call I called him out, I cooked him hard on uh, uh, dealing with that pettiness with the Who That Nation, because the Saints never reached out to Clark and made him an offer to come home. He from he from the city, right over there from Gretna. You know, and we cooked him hard, man, because of the crazy, dumb shit he was saying. And notice that his opinions have become a lot more positive toward the Saints, not because of the pressure for him uh, to agreciate more to where he comes from. But no, it's to keep it real aspect. If you see the team out there doing what they do and they out there handling the business, say it, call it out and say what it is, as opposed to sit up here and run scripts with them people over there and play them games up there. When you come from here, you know what time it is. I expect them up there to not know nothing about this in here. But you from down here, you need to be cooking them people about that. You know, and we finally got on him. He's been kind. He's been doing a lot better 
and that since the last couple of years, fam. To be honest with you, we've been I've been cooking Ryan Clark though, fam. Y'all know if y'all been here, been here the long time listeners of the show know I know how I've been. I, I, I cooked that boy when he would get up here with that foolishness. He wasn't always talking like that. He wasn't. All right, five four Coast says Jameis is locked in this year, eleven and six or twelve and five. I'm standing on that. Yeah, I'm with you on that, bro. Remember that was the poll, the poll that we did. St. John Butler, what's up, bro? Says Saints were ranked below the Jets. Yeah, I remember. Remember, we covered it all here. That's why I covered it here. You won't find that article. Watch. They're going to wipe it off of that. It all disappeared. And all the Saints are fantastic. No, watch this. Come on back to this show here. Watch this. I'm going to show you. Bam. Yeah, that's why I do it. Because they would wipe all that shit off of there. And then you won't be able to find none of the hatred and the foolishness. And they'll pretend just like Mad Dog is that he was riding with you. Right, Mad Dog? Oh, my Saints. Oh, really? <laughs> Didn't I tell y'all? Boy, I tell you, man. I, I've been doing this long enough. Randall said ETL Prairie Chickens are power ranked at 31st. They pissed off because of the ranking. I understand that. But my understanding, because we, listen, Atlanta family members, because quite a few of y'all listen to, to the show because it's hate week. Shout out to them for my uh my guy. What's up, Dot? What's up, Dada? Shout out, bro. For for the family members with uh with ratchets, do not block none of these uh at Falcon family members. It's hate week. You got to let them speak their mind. Let them speak their speech. So when the game happened, then they'll they'll be some of the quietest church mouse in the room after the game. <laughs> so let them build up all of that. Let them build up that smoke. Let them build it up. They got to build it up. Let them build it up. And at the end of the day, that like, most of them ain't gonna even come up in. <laughs> after the loss, they ain't gonna even come up in here. They gonna pretend. Mm. <laughs> they ain't gonna come up in here. Let them smoke. Let, let give them enough rope. That's it. <laughs> give them enough rope. That's what I'm telling you. Give them enough rope. That's all I'm saying. But for the Atlanta people out there, let me keep it real with y'all. I'm talking right at y'all right now. Let me listen to me now. From a real black and gold, who that man? Listen to me. I know y'all pissed off because y'all been put down there with the Jets. Actually, the Jets are considered better than y'all. The Giants are considered better than y'all. Uh, who else is considered better than y'all? Majority of the league is considered better than y'all. And really, the Detroit Lions are considered better than y'all. Uh, the only team you're not considered better than is the Houston Texans. Which I can understand you being pissed off about it. But, you know, you had a few moves. Now listen, what do I know about the Atlanta Falcons? Two words. Terry Fontenot. He came from here. He came from the black and gold, baby. He was a black and gold man through and through. We know about Fontenot. We know how he think. We know what he's doing with your squad. Okay? All right? So before anybody step here and say, Q, you don't know nothing about the Falcons. Like, we know about the Falcons. Let me tell you something. Two words. Fontenot, Terry Fontenot. I know I'm better than you. <laughs> I know I'm better than you. So understand and understand. I know and we know in the great say think tank what he's doing. We know. We know how he's going to build your team. And then another thing, I'm not trying to smash down on your squad because I don't want to do that. I want you guys to uplift your squad like we do because, you know, right now they're in a bit of a rebuild. Anytime you take a guy that you had for years, we talking about Matt Ryan, and then he, he leaves out of town the way he did because they got too greedy trying to chase Deshaun Watson and he destroyed a beautiful relationship that the felt Matt, Matty Icy Hot should have retired. You shouldn't even be up there in the coach wearing no blue and white. That should be a travesty to you Atlanta Falcon people. 
Maddie Icyhot got to give him credit because after Michael Vick got out of there, Maddie Icyhot took that Atlanta uh, QB position and held it for years. The Who That Nation respect Maddie Icyhot because he took an ass whooping constantly from the Saints and would get up. He was a t- he's a tough ass quarterback, so I give him I gave Maddie Icyhot respect. But at the end of the day, the way it was handled was wrong. And now Mariota is in here, and Mariota might be eating celery ice cream and butterscotch ice cream, <laughs> celery ice cream, and trying to eat the apricot ice cream or whatever you want to call it that Tom Patrick Edward Brady guy tries to eat. You know, you could try all that as you may. The bottom line is, you better be eating steel along with that shit because you're going to need something to stiffen you up. When the Saints, the Saints start planting your ass to the ground like a tree. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to laugh at the at that laugh, but that was kind of petty, okay? That's, that, that last one was petty. All right, that last one was petty, okay? I'm sorry, I know the man eating ice cream and shit. That's good if you're eating healthy ice cream, if it's such a thing. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But listen, all I'm saying is tell them to sprinkle some lead and some metal and some titanium and some vibranium in there. What's that stuff that uh, Wolverine have? For his, for his claws, what's that, animanium? Tell him sprinkle some of that up in there, too. Because he's going to need that when the Saints plant his ass in the ground. <laughs> we gonna, Listen, man, listen. We love you. We respect you. That's why the rivalry is so good. Because it's a love and hate relationship between the Saints and the Falcons, right? It's a love and hate relationship. Because the Falcons would get a win on the Saints. They would. Because the Saints would go to sleep on Atlanta and disrespect them. And then next thing you know, the Falcons sneak in there and get a win. They'll do that. So we know that the Falcons, is, I ain't going to sit up here and pretend that the Falcons can't beat the Saints. If the Saints overlook the Falcons, looking at Tampa in week two, and don't handle the business, the Falcons can beat, they can beat the Saints. Listen to me now. I'm going to give it to the Falcon people. If the Saints come in this game and they're not focused and they're not looking at Atlanta to deal with Atlanta, they're going to lose and two of the Falcons because the Falcons have won some games in recent memory to the Saints. They did. They, I mean, beating the Saints. They beat the Saints in recent memory. They've split with us. Y'all know that. 
Y'all know that. And even though you might felt that the Saints had the better team, it didn't matter. It's not about who has the better team overall. It's about who has the better team that damn game. And the Falcons were able to beat the Saints. So let that be a lesson that we got to bring it. But if we bring it, we we should be able to take care of business. No disrespect to the Falcon people, but we should be able to take business against your club. I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. All right, so with that being said, man, shout out to the Falcon fan. <laughs> After all, it is hate week, right? And I don't hate nobody, man. It's it's more like a uh, 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 mess with the Falcons week. That's what I call it. I don't call it hate week because I got like like I love for a lot of the Falcon people. They, they a lot of them have love for me. You know, they respect it. You know, you know. What I just I that's how I am. All right, yeah, but indeed, but like I said, I'm gonna give it to you on that. The Saints are not invincible. If they go in there looking. At that game and say, oh, well, we're going to overlook this. They're going to lose the game, man. Like I said, we've had our games in the in the recent past, but we knew we was better than this team. And then we go up in there and lose to that team because we overlooking the team. We play down to the level of the team. For whatever reason, we're not focused. We're not looking at what we need to do. We're not executing. We're not following the game plans. We're not doing nothing we're supposed to do. And you end up losing in the damn game. So that's what it is. So anyway. That's what it looked like to me. But in the answer, the Saints come to play, man, that I already gave you all my score on the previous stream. So that's how we're going to make it pop. All right. Scoop says, got to head to the cheap sheets on the, the big dad, Doris. Got my grandson. In there. <laughs> all right. Scoop, shout out. Nola Ball says, Matt Ryan has always been disrespected. He's a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback. Cam just won't give him some hugs. That's right, Chris. <laughs> he said he misses him. Cam got so many sacks on that poor man. All right, Jesse, what's up? Say, I wonder if Traquan will have more blocks than catches. What y'all think? I don't think, uh, you know, Traquan might not even play in this game, man. He might be an inactive in the game. He might be an inactive in the game, fam, to keep it a buck with you. You know, he might be inactive, but Traquan Smith shouldn't even be on the team, to be honest with you, fam. You know, Nola Boss, if the Falcons' offensive line show up, they can be a tough team. Indeed. Now, that's the question mark. A lot of people said that these, the offensive line has been re- – and they did a good job. Caleb McGarry, I was looking at these guys. I know who your people is. That's my job to know who the Falcons people are. I know who those people are. I know who their offensive line is. I know the offensive line is 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 better than what they had last year. I know uh, Caleb McGarry is a dude that picked up his level of play. Matthews, we know what he's what he working with. We know they got a pretty decent line. The question mark is at the center. Can that new center step up and handle the business? But altogether, the prospects is Atlanta's line is is pretty nice. The problem with Atlanta and the people in here that are Falcon people to tell you is the defense. The defense is a problem. You know, you you get rid of Ola Kuhn who had all them tackles last year. You should have paid that man. Sorry. And then Deion Jones ain't there. You trying to shop him. That's two of your best linebackers from last year. And you got guys in here, uh, Evans. And, you know, Evans is a pretty decent linebacker. But you had Deion Jones there, man. That was a safety Basically, he was a, a a linebacker with safety speed playing a linebacker position. You know, Deion Jones was the guy that you could put there who could try to do something with Elvin Kamara. You see what I'm saying? That's a huge loss not to have. That's a huge loss not to have for Evans. And I know Evans. I watch Evans play. He's not he's not nearly as as spry as uh, as uh, Deion is. You know, so they they not lost some pieces, man. They got they counting on a lot of young guys there. And guys, you don't know nothing about Marcus Mariota can win you some games if he can stay healthy, but that's been the problem with Mariota. And if you go to Riddler, Ritter, you know Ritter with a rookie quarterback, that drops your prospects of thinking that you're going to have a deep seat, deep playoff run. That's why a lot of people want to keep 
Mariota in there, keep him upright, and use uh, Patterson and all these other guys. And Patterson did really good against the Saints defense last year with that wheel route. And don't think for a second the Falcons not going to go back to revisiting that wheel route. So like anyway, when Friday comes around, family, we uh, you know we're going to do a, a a a scouting report like you know the Friday before the game. Y'all know on the sports coma now that we always do the uh, the game breakdown. We go over the depth charts. Uh, 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 the team we look at people we need to look out for and then I open the phone line so this Friday coming we'll do that and we'll talk about the game like that and we'll go into the, the, these people and talk about what needs to happen and the Saints game plan to make it make it to, to get the win and man says uh, their focus Q Cam and Saints are on a mission you're right bro you're right yeah Linda says Q you gotta admit you like Mariota I, I mean Mariota is alright he's an alright listen Mariota's an alright quarterback if you keep him upright, I keep saying it because he'll, he has some degree of accuracy. He can move around. The problem is when he starts running and the guy pops him real good, he applauded it, you know? So I don't know if it'd be smart for them to think about trying to turn Mariota, who's a guy that always gets hurt and try to turn him into a, 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 a option type of quarterback when he's running that. That's a dumb idea. I'm sorry. You don't do that with somebody like Mariota because a good pop, then you, then you got to move him out and put the rookie in. <laughs> Your philosophy should be to keep him away from such plays and keep him back here somewhere, you know, and protect him at all costs so that you don't have to get any hits. Don't send him out to the Saints because the, the, they're going to punish him. <laughs> so please, if you got any option plays, you're talking about QB options with Marcus Mario. When they said that, I said, are you kidding me? Are y'all on some stuff? Y'all better keep that boy away from the Saints or any good defense because he can't handle that kind of work. I don't keep I don't care how much goddamn avocado ice cream he eating. He can't handle it. <laughs> Hell, if, if that worked and he taking that kind of punishment, there wouldn't be a box of avocado ice cream in the goddamn stores <laughs> in the entire nation to find out that he taking punishment like that. And all you have to do is eat some avocado ice cream or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> There won't be one single damn box left in the world. If you can play quarterback and absorb that kind of punishment for Marcus Mariota, there wouldn't be one damn box left in the world with people working hard, cold jobs everywhere. <laughs> oh, you got a car accident? Eat some avocado ice cream. Oh, 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 oh you just got you getting your ass whooped in a boxing match. Eat some avocado ice cream. You take a little bit of this avocado ice cream and rub it on your, on your black eye right there. Yeah, yeah, rub it. Don't worry about the stickiness. Just put it in your eye. Oh, you got a broken bone and it's sticking through your leg? Put some avocado ice cream on it. <laughs> How you buying that? How you buying this? Oh, we just switched to celery. We done got celery ice cream now. Oh, yeah, yeah, celery ice cream. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll help you right there. Man, are y'all kidding? <laughs> are y'all kidding? Oh man, let me let me tell you something, fam. It's going down big time, man. But anyway, I'm just troll. I'm just messing with you, Falcon people, man. Shout out to you. All right, Brian says I have a question. Q, um, a week for London. He says the week for the London England. What time are you going to be? It's a nine o'clock. I'm gonna be up early, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be up early, brother. If the game, I think if the game is at nine o'clock, or I think it's a little early than that. I, I don't remember what time it is. But whatever time it is, I'm going to be on the money, baby. Maybe 30 minutes before the fact, something like that. I'm going to be up as early as y'all are, so just don't don't even worry about it. All right, I'm going to be there. All right, yeah, 504, so I give Mario the six games. 
He won't make it to six games, bro. If they talk about doing this option stuff with him, don't do that. Arthur Smith, don't do that to Mariota. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? Don't do that to that man. Don't you understand the guy that's been his problem his entire career and you finally healthy and now you won't get him knocked off on some option nonsense? Man, who do you think this guy is? <laughs> oh, we got it. I wondered if the offensive coordinator that's in there, when he started cooking up that stuff, if it was him or his OC, they sit up there. Man, that, that thing shaking their head. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Man, Mariota sitting there saying, <laughs> he's in there bucking his eyes. He's like, <laughs> what's going on? Y'all going to option me against the Saints defense? Are y'all kidding? <laughs> you going to option me against the Saints defense? Are y'all going to option me against the Saints defense? Are y'all kidding? Y'all not understand who they got? That's Cam Jordan over there. That's Davenport. That's the Mario Davis. They got Tyron Matthew now. <laughs> These people crazy. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Oh man. You better have, you better have you better have a whole you better have a a whole you better what what? Oh. <laughs> Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You better have a whole big old metal trash bin. Load it up with avocado ice cream to take Mariota and get a giant uh, arm like you find out in one of the, the, the arcade machines and take Mariota down like this and pick him up right this by the scruff of his shirt. <laughs> and drop, him, just drop him into the ice cream. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness, man. Y'all going to run optional Mariota, man. Oh, y'all, we going <laughs> to kill him, man. And they were talking about it. And they were sitting there excited. They thought it was the best idea since we cre- since somebody came up with air conditioning. <laughs> it was the best idea since curly fries, man. <laughs> since sliced bread, you know? Since, a wa- since the washing machine and dryer, man. And then they sitting up there, the coordinator and the head coach, they sitting up there talking to each other. And then next day, you know, man, Mario is sitting over in the back. 
Listen, bro, it's all good, bro. Just eat that avocado. <laughs> Get that goddamn avocado ice cream on. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny, man. That's too funny. I was thinking about it. I said, man, man, they can't be serious. <laughs> oh, I said, they said, my mama told me they got crazy people in the world. <laughs> I just didn't believe her. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm sorry, man. I apologize, man. I'm just being petty right now. <laughs> oh, but football people, Marcus Mariota, look, I'm not making fun. I'm saying that the man has a, a, a constant. He keep, He gets hurt. The last thing you want to do is the <laughs> is put him on a platter to the defense? Is <laughs> my quarterback knock his goddamn head off? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. I apologize. <laughs> oh, oh man, I'm sorry, man. I'm just thinking about the, what they was doing, what they was thinking, and Mariota was off there in the corner listening to him talk. <laughs> You're like, wait, wait a minute. Can I have some intake in this? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, man. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Listen, Atlanta people, I hope y'all, I hope y'all the best of fortune. A week, week one matchup in, in, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I work with y'all the best of fortune. I'm just, just, I'm just drawing some thoughts out there. Y'all know what I'm saying is true. That the man is often injured. You don't want to serve him up to the a defense as good as I was to knock his head. <laughs> Uh, knock his block off. <laughs> they must have never heard of Demario Davis. Pete Werner and snipe him. Laddy Daddy and pop him. You got Mar- you got Marcus Davenport running around there. You got all the defensive linemen, all of them at least 6'4, six, 6'5. Six, <laughs> you got Cam at 6'4. Davenport 6'5, six, 6'6. Six, six. These even got linebacker speed. You got Peyton Turner who's 6'5. You got Carl Grandison who's six, what, six five. You got passing your six foot six. <laughs> David on your bottom six three, six four. I mean, come on. You got these big, big, massive guys and they cat like quick. They got linebacker speed, most of them. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just leaving it alone, man. I'm gonna just leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone, family. Uh, peace to y'all, man. Big Sean says, uh, it's real. He said, it's real that we don't want to step on the field. Dude has potential. It is very underrated. He's he's He is who I wanted us to pick up. He went to QB. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Big Sharman. We was, trying, we was pu- pushing and, and scouting that guy. We was pushing up Ritter because he had a lot of college experience. He had a lot of college experience, man. That's why he's really, really matured. He's not like a, you can look at him and say, okay, he's a he's a rookie to the game because he got to get, he got to get used to to the speed of the game. And I think that's what Ritter first thing is, but he can play the game of all. He got it up here. He's a leader. And he's a guy that you just got to get after. He got a degree of athleticism to him too. So yeah, it could be a blessing in disguise with Ritter, he, but they don't really want to see him right now because to have Ritter in there means that the prospects for the season go drastically low because he's a rookie. They want somebody, they want a veteran quarterback in there. They can hope takes, take him further down the line. So <clears throat> A lot of people spitting on the Falcons 
and saying they're not a, a, giving them bad marks and telling them they're going to win four or five games because they believe that the talent level where of the team is not where it's supposed to be. You see, you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, you and I both know that. <laughs> but it's going to see what's going to see what's going on here. I ain't drinking nothing, Tasha. So you can't, Tasha, I ain't drinking nothing, so you can't get me there. <laughs> you ain't seen me pick up no cups tonight. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't seen me no cups tonight. So it is, I'm laughing at just the thought process of what I was like, hold on here. They going to do what now? <laughs> anyway, man, that's enough, man. That's enough. That's enough. All right. Yeah, uh, three interceptions. Joe said three interceptions from the defense. All right. So what I'm saying is at the end of the day, man, it's going to be a good game. We're going to be all right. All right. We're going to be all right. Action Jack says, Q, you almost had <laughs> crashed my bike laughing. <laughs> Bro, you know, you know, I mean, you know, y'all know I'm a part comedian, man. Y'all know I'm part comedian, man. You know, I make astute observations, family. I'm a who that man, black and gold, man. Just like the family. We love the squad, man. I got, you know, I'm part comedian. <laughs> It's the funny stuff like that tickle me, man, and it make me <laughs> it make me laugh. What's up, Carla? What's up, Ryan? Ryan said I'm listening to the to, to this while I'm finishing cutting some grass. And I'm cracking up because Q is cracking up so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not mean to laugh at the Falcon people, but I'm just saying y'all not crazy, okay, Falcon family members. Y'all not crazy, okay? Y'all are not the crazy ones, okay? What's crazy is the fact that you got an often injured quarterback. That you about to roll him out in option plays. <laughs> and I just think that's fascinating. Because you you do realize that the Saints are a fast sideline to sideline defense. That the Saints defense is a top three, top five unit. Some say a top one defense. Is that the point was made by my dog Lowe the other night about attacking the Saints secondary. And most people are feel, hey, you, you got doesn't. But he did make a point because the communication between Ladder uh, between um the secondary period has to be be made. Like you got Tyron Matthew, and I know those guys have some degree. They ain't starting for zero. They've been practicing since Tyron came in during uh practice and then into the preseason. So they've had some exposure to each other. So they have they're not starting from zero in in in, in uh week one. Let's preface that. Let's just say that these guys have been practicing together for a while now, you know, since the training camp and then on into the preseason. So they've been on the field playing and communicating with each other to get stuff straight. Okay. That's number one. We also realize that Tyron Matthew and both Marcus May are very high IQ players. So is Lattimore. So is Paulson Adebo. Very high IQ players. It don't take them five or six games to figure out something like a Marcus Williams. No disrespect. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you know, when you get those guys on the field, those guys are going to be something fantastic. So we got to understand that. But at the same time, we got to realize, too, who we are and what we're capable of and what this team is, what, how strong this team is, and also understand and know what the weaknesses are of the people that you're playing against. It ain't just you looking over there not knowing who these people are. Let me tell you something. There's scouting reports and everything that come out on the weaknesses of every one of those players, the tendencies of what the offense likes to do, and the information that we have from the Falcons from last year and what they're going to mix in a, lot, a little less stuff this year. Yeah, Lowe had a point about <clears throat> we don't know exactly what they're going to do because they got Mariota in there. But the reality is that know how, how Arthur Smith runs his offenses. We know he's run heavy. We know he likes to run the ball. We know that's going to be a, 
a committed by approach there like Lowe uh, dropped yesterday. But also there's going to be some similarities to what he was doing last year when he was with the Falcons. And I know he'll try to use some athletic plays with Mariota. We understand that. But at the same time, the Saints got to understand you got to do the work. You got to study their team on their scouting report and you got to stick to your assignments. You got to handle your business. You can't, you can't be making all these errors and you got to take this team serious. Each team, the mark on each team this year should be that each one of these teams we plan from week to week is a Super Bowl team. I don't care if they're the bottom of the bucket trash can team, the worst team in the NFL. Each team that we play from week one to week Super Bowl week has to be taken with the highest and serious degree when we go into these games to understand who we going up there against, what their weaknesses are, and how we can exploit their weaknesses. And at the same time, be disciplined, be focused, and be and above all, be consistent. And if we take that approach, no team in the league could beat the Saints. I'm just keeping it a buck. The Saints have to play with that high degree of intellect going into these games. Bottom line, or the Falcons could beat you, or the Bucks could beat you, or the Jets could beat you, or the Texans could beat you, and all these other teams that might not be considered playoff teams, they can beat you. You know, it, they can beat your ass if you don't take them with the most highest degree of seriousness going into that game. Bottom line, anybody could be beaten in the NFL, but if the Saints bring their toolkit and they focus and they determine ain't a goddamn team in the NFL to deal with them. You mark it and send it to them and tell them I said it. All right, fam, so with that being said, I'm going to pop out on that, man. Listen, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all for tuning in the stream. Uh, Listen, <laughs> I'm sorry I was cracking up, man, but listen, I couldn't help myself on that one, man. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. All right. Now, no, I'm not. I'm not on nothing, fam. I'm not drinking nothing, man. This is just straight up. This is just me. I got a high energy level. You know what I'm saying? And 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 sometimes with some shit, get you know, I see that's funny. It cracked me up. <laughs> Y'all have seen me crack up all the time, boy. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with no feel good. <laughs> it just that shit just is funny to me, man. That's funny as hell. All right, Joe says, if you're betting this game, bet it now that the spread going to jump from five and a half to about eight to ten. Okay, thank you, Joe. Shout out. All right. All right. Uh, first, Mike says, what up? Okay, enjoying. Okay, good. Thank you, Mike. Shout out to you, bro. All right. All right. Trinity says, I'm not going to estimate the Falcons all jokes. Yeah, we can't. Listen, like I said, and I'm going to say this off top. The bottom line. What's up, Randolph? Shout out to my boy, Randolph. Much love, bro. Look, Randolph saying it too. Randolph saying, do not overlook this team, family. We split last season. And that's The point is, how do you split with the Falcons and you sit up here believing that you're better than the Falcons? You split with the Falcons because you're going there and you underestimate the Falcons. You hear me? That's how you split with the Carolina Panthers last week. I mean, last year. We split with the Carolina Panthers last year because, you know, when we had injuries, you know, we still had enough people to, to, to take care of business against them. It's about who comes to play. And the most fundamental point that we always talk about in all these games is the line of scrimmage play. The winner of the line of scrimmage wins the game. Who dominates the line of scrimmage always wins these games. If you dominate the defense, dominates the, 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 our defense dominates the line of scrimmage, it'll make it very difficult for the Falcons to win. If our offense dominates their defense, it'll, that, it, you know, it's same effect. So we have to dominate the line of scrimmage. We have to do that. We have to uh, out-physical this team. We have to be able to run the ball and be able to set up a balanced attack. That's what we have to do. It takes mindset. It takes grittiness. It takes attention to details. It takes 
knowing who your adversary is and what you like, what, knowing the tendencies of your adversary, what they like to do, and we're going to have to bring it. Bottom line. So like I said, Randolph, you make a good point, bro. Shout out. You're right. We split with that team. So big ups. All right. Uh, Tom, B. Thomas, thank you, bro, for your super chat. He says it's game week. That's why you're in a good mood. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I guess you're right there, brother Thomas. Shout out to you. Thank you for the super chat, bro. I think he is good, right? It's time, bro. It's time. We've been doing a lot of, you know, looking at the, the offseason. And we are a handful of games away from the Saints game against the Falcons. And, and I just think it's absolutely awesome the, as we're getting closer and closer. And, yes, I will be in the building with the watch parties. Y'all know, know how we're doing it. It's going to be a ball. It's going to be fun. It's definitely going to be that. All right, 504's Coast. Everybody keeps asking you questions so we can get a four-hour show. <laughs> yeah, see, see, that type of shit make me laugh too, see? <laughs> right, that's all they got to do, keep asking questions. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, Eric, no sippy cup. I ain't got nothing, brother. All right, Reggie said, hey, you BQ. Hell yeah, it, it, tell it, family. All right. All right, all right, all right. So with, with that being said, Tasha says, Q, you know I'm messing with you. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Y'all in the same mood. Some of y'all already got y'all stuff. <laughs> y'all already got y'all stuff right now laughing at me. <laughs> all right, so shout out to the fam, man. I appreciate y'all for chiming in on this episode of The Coma. Saints wins the injury report. will be returned on Thursday. Thursday stream, man. I hope y'all had a ball today, man. I hope if you had a, a rough day or a tough week, that I hope you laughed it off because you know what the, the doctors say? Uh, they say you're not the ones with the funny medicine, but the ones, the good sense ones, tell you that the best recipe for whatever you that ails you is, a, is laughter. Laughter is good for the soul. It really is, man. Laughter. You got to be, got to have a certain good energy to get a good hearty laugh out. You know what I'm saying? A good hearty laugh is good for you. So laugh aloud and have fun, man, and, and enjoy your life. You know what I'm saying? But with that being said, fam, I'm going to tip out on that. Listen, I appreciate you guys for popping in the stream. I want y'all to uh, uh, holler at my dog Randolph at the Keep It Real podcast. He's doing a roundtable tonight, and I'll be making an appearance on his roundtable. Uh, that'd be going on tonight at in maybe about eight minutes from now. So, you know, if y'all know Randolph, Randolph is a diehard, great Saints Think Tank family member. Uh, he in the stream right now. So pop on over to his uh, roundtable. You're going to have a fire roundtable. I'll be up on there with several other people. And we'll have some more fun. You hear me? So with that being said, I'm going to holler at y'all on the flip side, family. I love y'all. Y'all keep your heads up. And who that to you? Yeah. Benson, I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Long as I'm living, I'm a who that? Lose or winning, I'm a who that? Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that? 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much to 
touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah. Like this, and I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at. News all winning, I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that at. Where we do that at. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that at. Boogie like this, and I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Right, the who that daily.com, your one stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So, if you're a who that you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below remember it helps the platform continue to grow check out the pro 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.